Hello? I don't remember how to do our podcast. It's okay. I'll help. Just got to talk a little bit louder. That's how you do the podcast. It's weird that I don't feel comfortable recording our podcast because of how intensely regularly we upload it. It's amazing how regular we we are with our podcast. I think we've We're... had to like reject Guinness's emails like 50 times for being the most regular podcast on earth. We're the Activia of podcasts. We are the... What? Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Happy freaking anniversary. Hi, Brian. Happy anniversary. We've been dating for five years as of two days ago? Yeah. Kind of kind of like today. So basically, these two, two to three weeks in September are our anniversary. Because, you know, we met, but we were like, we became exclusive like on September 20th. First, twenty third, so somewhere around there. We don't actually know the date, even though we can very easily look it up. September is our anniversary month. So yeah, we are five years together as of now, which is wild. Which is like a preschooler. We're gonna talk a little bit more about what we did on our anniversary, but uh, first things first. What did you have for breakfast today? I had a totally novel breakfast that I've never had before. Mm-hmm. It was. A sweet barbecue wake. It was a sweet baby. Sweet baby. <laughs> it was a sweet baby barbecue. <laughs> it was a sweet barbecue wake up wrap from the the Dunkins of the Donuts. Yay! And sweet barbecue bacon. It is literally not the thing that I've eaten for breakfast almost every day for the past three months. It's exactly the thing you've eaten every day for the past three months. It is like I <laughs> that's so bad for me. I know. And also, wow, what a perfect perfect little snack. So, Duncan is really experimenting with their bacon lately in their specialty sandwiches, which is wild to me because they they do a pretty good job sometimes. My favorite of all of them has been the sweet black pepper bacon from maybe 6 months ago. Here's the thing. So, in the past year, we've had Brown sugar. Mm-hmm. We've had the sweet pepper. Oh, or the the pepper. What yeah, is the black sweet, pepper? Sweet black pepper. Sweet yeah. black pepper. And now it's like sweet pepper barbecue or something like that. No, it, it's just. Uh, it's not pepper. It's uh, sweet barbecue bacon. Is yeah, the name. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Actually, I think it's genius because bacon is actually so easy to transform seasonally. Um, and like, there's so much you can do flavor wise with bacon, and all they basically have to do is like use the same bacon with like a sauce on it <laughs> with the sauces with the sauces um and so i, I actually think it's genius because like i haven't seen them do something seasonally with like sausage for instance um for a while they had those breakfast bowls which were good but they kind of like hit a weird like too many calories for a snack but like not really enough calories for me for breakfast. It was a strange wasteland of caloric numbers. Yeah, especially because like I I'm like very particular in that like I would rather have a really big breakfast and then like have a snack for lunch instead mm-hmm. of the other way around. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. It just like it it was really good, but it never it wasn't like the perfect breakfast for me. Um, whereas like me having two wake up wraps, which is usually the gig, is like pretty perfect and like tides me over almost all day this morning i had the sweet barbecue bacon croissant bow 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 me Wait, and really? are very similar yeah thing? 
Well, you have the wake up rap and I have the croissant. This is why we're in love. This is why we're in love. This is why you made a vinyl record of our love. Yeah. So we actually just posted about this on Twitter. Hopefully this episode is coming out pretty soon to when we when we like released that. But um, both Brian and my gifts came in on the same day. <laughs> they were both exactly the same amount of late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I got Brian a custom cut vinyl from a website called Freestyle Vinyl. Um, it was like the production of it is like pretty immaculate, frankly, like all of the printed materials on the outside of it, like the um, the cardboard on the outside. The printing was absolutely lovely. Um, they were also a dream to work with. Like they worked with me on like having the center label on the vinyl, like a custom like label that I designed, which I thought was so cool. I was going to ask them if they did like liner notes and I didn't get a chance to, but I bet they would have worked with me on that as well. Um, I would say, so I put an episode of most important meal on it. I put the, (laughs) have you ever been in love episode? The record is entitled, have you ever been in love the first five years? Cause it's our fifth anniversary. Yeah. And so I, uh, I put an episode of most important meal on the B side of the record. And I have to say, even though I recommend this company for like a really nice gift, the quality of at least that recording was like not really what I expected. Here's the thing. For me, I I don't go to vinyl for audiophile quality. I go to it for the experience of having, like, I know the joke is that Casey List likes the warm sound of vinyl, but it does sound warmer. It's a nice, fun way to experience music. You take out the thing, you have a giant picture of the art, in this case, a giant picture of us, two giant pictures of us, in fact, because there's one on the back, and it's all of our favorite music, the music that we fell in love with each other with. Yeah, I, I made sure to, like, pick a bunch of music that meant a lot to me. I really felt like this is something that we'd hang on to, like, I don't know, maybe forever. Forever. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I really love the way that music like becomes kind of like a benchmark for certain times of your life. And so I don't know, I thought it was a pretty good time. And I got Truge uh the Amulet of Mara from Skyrim. So we're engaged. <laughs> I have not Except gotten not, we're mom, we're not really engaged. We're not really engaged. Yeah. I have not gotten to that point in the game what? I've not gotten to the point in, the, in uh, Skyrim where you get the Amulet of Mara, but as I understand it, it's an engagement necklace. So It is an engagement <laughs> necklace. Um, I need three days to prepare, <laughs> which I actually think is maybe not Skyrim and is Stardew Valley. That is absolutely Stardew Valley. But, I feel, like, but I feel like the Skyrim characters say almost a similar thing. Um, for anyone that doesn't know this about me, I feel like everyone doesn't know this about me because I was tweeting about this in 2016 or You're 2017. You're not very public about this, no. Well, so I've played like... 400 or 500 hours of Skyrim which like <laughs> so I I really love the character Feindal who you meet in like the first town that you go to but he's not a candidate for marriage because he's like in love with somebody else and if you kill that person even if it's like even if no one's around he knows that it's you and so he like hates you and so I figured out a way in the game to marry somebody else I married um a mage named it's not Mercurio. It's, it's Mercutio. No. Mercury. It's Freddie Mercury is in Skyrim. Oh God, it's been a really long time since I've played Skyrim. <laughs> I love Sam. Well, if you're a real Skyrim fan, name their last three albums. Okay, his name is Mercurio. 
Um, and you find him at the B in the bar at the B in the barb in Rifton. He's like a mage for hire. But if you marry him, you don't have to pay him three hundred gold for him to follow you around. Um, and he's one of the best like characters in the game, stats wise. Especially because I didn't play a caster. I kind of played as a rogue, which was really interesting because that's my my character in D anD D is also a rogue. I think so I started playing D&D and playing Skyrim basically at the same time and both taught me how to do the other thing in really weird ways. Um, But anyway, I married Mercurio and then I like built my own house and I was able to have Feindal as like the housekeeper or like the person in charge of my home. So it's kind of like I had two husbands. TLDR, Truge is a huge freaking nerd. And this meant a lot to me, and I love Brian very much. He also got me a necklace that is... Um, a heart container from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, which was very cute. And he also adopted an octopus for me. <laughs> I adopted an octopus in Truge's name. A few years ago, I adopted a fruit bat in Truge's name as well. He also definitely got me Bluetooth headphones. Um, Brian kept adding to his gifts because I was talking up my gift a lot. And, and every so time I felt adding. every time I felt inadequate about my gift, I added another gift. <laughs> so Truge really made out like a bandit on this one. Did you did you not like my gift for gifts worth? Your gift is amazing. And I also really <laughs> felt bad about it so i kept getting gifts you did a great job thank you you did an amazing job we should talk about what we ate on our anniversary because also there were many trials and tribulations that went along with it just like falling in love the plan for our anniversary like the day i was like hey truge another gift because i feel bad i'm gonna take you i'm gonna rent a car and i'm gonna take you to our favorite diner uh I don't think we've talked about J&M on the show yet. I think that we've mentioned it in passing, but we really need to like emphasize this. One of our favorite diners in the country is J&M Diner in Framingham, Massachusetts. Um, it's like a mom and pop owned, like a totally family owned diner where all of the wait staff like work together and they like wear pajamas. It's a really, it, it feels like you're going to somebody's house and they're making you breakfast. Um, and they have a sweet potato hash that also has cranberries in it and like sausage. And it's just the best thing I've ever eaten. And I would like to eat it every single day. That sweet potato hash is nectar of the gods. It's and also, perfect. So Brian and I, we've been to this diner maybe five times, maybe six. Because we always stop there on road trips out from Boston because it's about 40 minutes west from and us. Also, hi, uh, hi, Amy and Jeremy. Thanks for sharing uh, this diner with me. Yeah, honestly, the one really amazing thing about doing this show is that we get the best breakfast recommendations from the people that listen to this show. So, like, truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, This place is amazing. Brian, all always gets the Monte Cristo and I always get like the paleo breakfast because it includes like hash and eggs and like a fruit cup and it's just <laughs> it's just incredible it's all the things that I want the way that they do their Monte Cristo uh, so a Monte Cristo for those that have not been following my love saga with a Monte Cristo over the past few episodes is the Monte Cristo is a really important part of our relationship Incredibly, incredibly. If you could, you would have printed our record on a Monte Cristo sandwich. Oh, yeah. I tried, and the pe- the good people at Freestyle Vinyl were like, um, ma'am, this is a Denny's. <laughs> so, yes, we will bring you a Monte Cristo, but we can't print music on it. <laughs> so, it is uh, French toast bread as the sandwich, 
And inside the sandwich is Swiss cheese, ham, and turkey. And the idea is it's both savory and sweet. Uh, but what J&M Diner does is the French toast part of this is a French toasted cinnamon roll. They take a cinnamon roll and fry it up like French toast, and that's what they add the Swiss ham and turkey to. And it's buckwild. And even talking about it, every time I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like super good. And then every time you order it and I take a bite, and this has happened, mind you, like six times. I've never gotten anything else. Every single time I eat it, it is even better than I remember it being. I'm concerned that I'm making this sound like a diner's drive-ins and dives guy fieri. We're putting donkey sauce on everything. F you. But this is genuinely one of the tastiest, most well-balanced, well-made dishes I've ever had. And I also just have to say, like... The thing about J&M Diner that I love the most, and the reason that if you live in Massachusetts or around it, you really need to go to this place. Every time we go, they give us like the coffee menu or they like will tell us all the coffee specials. And every time, because I'm lactose intolerant, I like opt for kind of like a nitro with like a mocha situation in it. And every time they're like, are you sure you don't want to make that into like a Frappuccino Sunday? <laughs> because all of their like... Every single one of their coffee things can have, like, an affogato, like, ice cream component to it. And I just really appreciate and feel so seen that they look at me and they're like, this girl needs ice cream. (laughs) I always get... A, uh, a nitro cold brew with a scoop of vanilla ice cream and whatever like seasonal flavoring they add to it that time. Because uh, it's 40 minutes west of us. We need to rent a car to get there. And it's it's just delectable and worth it. If we like, <laughs> if we ever have a Patreon, one of the tiers is going to be J&M Diner where you pay $40 a month and we can go there. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, We'll put a link to a Phantom Gourmet video in the show notes on YouTube. This is the best description of what J&M Diner is with, like, visual representations of all the food we've talked about so far. Yeah, it's just amazing. So, okay, but this isn't even the beginning of the trials and tribulations. (laughs) this is step zero. So we try to go there, and, like, we're dummies, and we didn't text in that we, like, a reservation, because we always forget that you can do that. And so we get there, and the wait is an hour and a half, and we only have the car for, like, two more hours. And womp, we're, womp. And we're 40 minutes away. So we basically couldn't go. Um, did they end up calling you? They ended up calling us as we were finishing our meal when we were actually eating, but continue. <laughs> so basically, Brian was very, very upset about this in a so way sad. that in a way that I actually hadn't seen you be upset in a really long time. And I feel <laughs> bad about that. I was like, I was immediately kind of like, okay, you know what? It's fine. We go to JM pretty often. We're gonna go we're gonna come here again. It's gonna be fine. And so I was looking around at places to get brunch because I was like, we're we're all the way out here. We might as well. And I spy not even a mile away, a Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory. And I, I have never had Cheesecake Factory brunch. So, And I've always seen it on the menu, and I've kind of been like, oh, one day will be the day. And today was the day. Because they only serve it on Saturday and Sunday from like 10 to 2 or something. It's a whole page of their freaking novel length menu, but they only serve it two days a week. It's weird because even though the Cheesecake Master... The Cheesecake Mastery. The, we mastered the cheesecake so you don't have to. The Cheesecake Factory, which is a postmodernist hellscape, um, decor-wise and food-wise. So they give you um, A Tale of Two Cities, which is the menu, and like 
but even even with the menu being as long as it is, the breakfast options are pretty like muted. It's a pretty like concise menu. Um, but I got a breakfast sandwich and it was very very good. It is extremely good. Uh, it was like brioche with tomato, bacon, and egg or something. Yeah, it was super super good. Um, and the tomato and I'm not, I'm not really a potatoes person. I've brought this up on this podcast many a time. I only like potatoes basically if they're very 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 fried. And I am fearful of hash br- of ordering hash browns places because I don't know what they're gonna give me. Sometimes it's just like a potato that they have roasted, and like that's not what I want. That's not what I wanted to ask for. So I was really excited when they brought out the like sandwich and the potatoes were exactly the way I like them. It's like not chopped very, very small, but deeply, deeply fried. It was very crispy on the outside and very tender on the inside and well salted, which I really appreciated. Yeah. I got a salsa verde carnitas uh, egg dish and it was delicious. The pork was really crispy and really tender and it came with like on a bed of nacho chips, which was delightful. Uh, yeah, it was really, really wonderful. And I remember, so we, we sat down at the Cheesecake Factory, and we eat the whole thing. We're trying to time out the rest of our trip because we wanted to get the car back on time. And as the waitress came back with our cheesecake, because we ordered cheesecake at noon, because I'm... Because of I course made, we did. It, it's the factory. They manufacture it right there. It is the manufacturing facility for cheesecake. As they brought the cheesecake to me, my phone rang and said, your table's ready at J&M Diner. I'm like, oh no, well, easy come, easy go. We'll be back here soon, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I'm really glad that we did what we did. Of course, the Cheesecake Factory wasn't going to be as good as J&M Diner, and it didn't have all the customization options, but I think it was really good, and I think like making good of a bad situation is okay. Oh God, I just realized what I was about to say. I was going to say it's like a tenant of our relationship, but that makes it sound like our relationship is a bad situation. I'm just trying to say that I have fun with you no matter what. I, I just love have, you so much. I just have a really good time with you no matter what we're doing. I have a really great time with you making the best of all of our bad situations. <laughs> I love that you're the worst situation I've ever had. But darling, you are the worst situation. I think that's the Paramore song, right? You are, are a the bad worst situation. situation. <laughs> It's not most important meal unless we sing. <laughs> I love that deeply. I love you so much. I love you so much. You want to keep recording this podcast more often? I mean, we already record it so often, so That's true. If we're any more regular, we may be fine by the FCC. I think that we're so regular that Jamie Lee Curtis should be the next uh, guest on our podcast. Conan O'Brien will sue us if we are a better podcast than him. <laughs> Logan Paul will buckle at our impulsiveness. Serial season five will be about us scheduling on Fantastical our scheduling for the most important meal podcast. The Dubai Friday weekly challenge will be <laughs> record a podcast as often as Trujan Bryan. Uh, Thanks for listening to our show. Bye! We don't have a sign-off. I don't know why I did that.